Let's do this thing. Your Mom, a podcast for working parents. I'm Elaine. And I'm Jamie. And welcome to our podcast. I'm ready. Here we go. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Your Mom Podcast, a podcast for working parents. I'm Elaine. And I'm Jamie. And in this episode, we'll be trying to answer the question, what makes a teacher's work day different from other professions? That's right. We're going to talk about a little caffeine and chaos and how that runs our lives um, and what makes being a teacher mom just so unique. Um, I'm doing the show from my home today because I had COVID for the last couple of weeks and still kind of recovering. Um, But Jamie's in the studio and we are on Zoom. So this is kind of new. It's episode two, doing something different. <laughs> um, you know, in COVID times, desperate measures. Yeah, you know. exactly. Um, so yeah, caffeine, chaos. Jamie, what's your caffeine of choice? So I don't drink soda, so I'm going to have to go with a good cup of black coffee, preferably French press, but... I will say that last Christmas, I got the best Christmas present of all time as an adult. And it was a, an espresso maker. So it's like an automatic one. You know, it, it grinds the beans and it does the whole thing. And it's amazing. I just have to press a button and, and it makes a fabulous, amazing cup of coffee. So now I'm spoiled. My coffee is like better than all the other places. So I, coffee. And sometimes maybe a little bit of like peppermint syrup to jazz it up. But that's about it. Yeah. I think I think my choice would also be coffee, just regular black coffee. Nothing nothing in it. Every once in a while there is a soda though, as I sit here with my cherry coke zero. <laughs> so Although I will say in the winter, I'm not opposed to a hot toddy, a nice cup of hot Earl Grey tea. With maybe a little bit of red wine in there. I've never had a hot toddy. I will make you one. (laughs) I I look forward to that. I gotta stop nursing first. (laughs) Then then we can we can go back to that. We'll talk Um, hot toddy then. Yes. To celebrate. Excellent. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about our days because yeah, being a teacher mom is a little different than um, maybe other moms, but it's probably a lot like being any other working parent or working mom in particular, which we are. So Jamie, tell you, tell, tell the people about your day and how you start in the morning. Well, you know, the crack of dawn is literally the crack of dawn. So for us, I I mean, you, you are, especially when I I think of the crack of dawn, (laughs) I always think of you because it's like, there's not many people awake when you wake up, but for me, it's like 5 a.m. So I wake up, about five, I set like three alarms because oh yeah, <laughs> that, especially like now in the winter um, when it's so dark out for so long while I'm getting ready, I just like want to sleep. My, you know, I'm hibernating at this point, so I wake up about <laughs> like a bear. <laughs> I am. And we have one of those uh, heat pads, mattress pads oh, on our bed. It. You just set yourself up for failure with that. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't want to get out of bed and it's really hard. So three alarms later, I'm out of the bed. No, usually it takes me about one. So I'm out of bed about five and um, 
getting ready. I try. Uh, we've always needed to have a quick commute, or at least I have needed to have a quick commute. commute. Um, that's not necessarily true for my husband, but I've usually lived in relationship from my home to work about 10 to 25 minutes. So I don't need a lot of time to get to work so I can get up a little later, but that doesn't mean I'm still not getting up at the crack of dawn. So, you know, I get up yep. at the crack of dawn to get ready, get my shower, uh, put very little makeup on because we wear masks now. So it's literally just a swipe of mascara yep. in the mirror, brush my teeth, uh, have my delicious cup of coffee and, you know, pack my bags up and I'm out the door. But, you know, I get there early so that I can have um, like a nice almost 45 minute chunk of time that's not interrupted because there's like 10 people yes. in the building at that point in the day. So like I get there by around 620 and um, I get you know, plan, do whatever planning I need to do for either the day or the week or whenever. Check my emails is a good time to do that because when I'm teaching during the day, I know they think we have time to check emails, but yeah, I don't no. have time. So especially like, if you're we'll, teaching. Yeah. Like, and I teach straight through. So I know we yeah. get these emergency, please read emails. Like they think I'm going to have like, what simultaneously doing. be teaching and reading my emails. So I do it in the morning and then I, you know, check it during lunch, but I try to catch up on all the emails that I missed clearly and set up for the day and go check my mailbox. Um, and so I try to get all that stuff done early and that's why I get there so early. But I also don't like to stay too late in the day, which is another reason I get there early. So I get there if kids wanna come in and get help and stuff like that. So then I'm off and running and I'm teaching from like 7.20 till 12.20 straight through, uh, get you know a whopping 20 minutes to shove food down my face and use the bathroom for the first time since 5 a.m. And Jamie, and, how, how long are classes? Because so yeah, teach an hour and a half. So. Yeah, so I, I would teach, so we teach on like, you know, a, a block schedule. So I would teach one set of classes um, one day and I would see three of them. And then on another day, I would teach a different set of classes. Um, and usually it's, we teach five total because we're in a high school. So that would be our traditional teaching contract. So I would teach three one day, five another, and then I'd have a planning period. But so I would do that. And by the time I'm done, I'm either going to my planning or my duty, which would be the last block of the day. And by then I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah, I want to do planning, but that's another reason I come in early because having, I know that all professions are exhausting, but being on your feet and interacting with teenagers for for that long, nonstop, without any adult interaction, and no. I'm doing a million things in those classes, it's I'm just totally exhausted. So usually by the end of the day, I just take a breather for a minute and then try to do whatever planning I can get done with whatever energy I've left. And then usually I'm staying to help kids afterwards if they need it. Um, but I try to fit that in during the day because that's one of the ways I'm trying to keep a work-life balance is not stay too late after my contract hours and trying to fit things in the day when I can. So that's pretty much what my like morning slash school work day looks like. And what about you? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about you. I mean, we do the same job, so it's pretty similar. I do live a little farther away from the workplace, from the school that we teach at, um, about 30 minutes in the morning. Let's preface that in the morning. 
that when you're driving at 5.45 or 6 o'clock in the morning, traffic is relatively okay in our area. Um, so I usually get up just like Jamie, three alarms. Actually, if we really want to get technical, it's six um, because I wear my watch to sleep because I want it to like shake my wrist. So there's three alarms for that. And then there are three alarms on my phone, too. So six total, I guess. <laughs> and I don't ever wake up when I, it's always after all the six are done. Actually, <laughs> I might get up by the time the second one goes off on my phone. But it's all three on my wrist. So it's I get... To wake up like that. Oh, gosh. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> um... <laughs> If I had a warmer on my bed, though, forget it. I, I don't know why. I, 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 you, that's, I mean, I that's great on the weekend. And but, snow days. Oh, on snow days. Yes, of course. Um, but yeah, so I usually get up. My first alarm goes off at around 440. And the biggest reason why I have to get up so early is because um, my daughter is still nursing. And so I try and get up and pump. Um, my husband is wonderful and he usually gets up in the evenings with her when she wakes up. So I can usually get a decent amount of sleep, like five hours. <laughs> um, I know that's not decent, but <laughs> that's an average me. parent, new yeah. parent. You're not a new parent, but parent with an infant. That's, that's, I'd say average. Yeah. And so, I'd say that's on the good end of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's only good because he gets up with her. So, and because he works from home, and so he knows I have to drive in so early. So, um, yeah, so around 4.45, the first alarm gets up, and I'm probably pumping around 5 o'clock. <laughs> so, um, so I pump, and then I get ready for the, the day. I get the kids' um, lunches packed and ready so that dad can just throw them in the bag and get them to daycare um, later on. Um, so I get their lunches all set up ready. I get maybe a breakfast if I want it. I don't usually do that because usually by the time I leave, I also order a Starbucks <laughs> to be picked up on my way to work. <laughs> so conveniently, there is a Starbucks on the way to work. So I frequent it quite often. Um, so I'm usually out the door by six o'clock. If it's six o'clock, I'm already running late for myself. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't even start teaching until 8.20. But the biggest reason why I want to get to work by, by 6.30 is because I want to park in the nice parking lot close to the door that I need to get into. <laughs> I mean, time is money, right? You got to get to work. Thanks. Yeah. So basically, that's really the biggest reason why I try and get to school at 6.30, even though I don't teach until 8.20. Um, but it is convenient. Like Jamie said, you get there early. You can get that uninterrupted time of checking your email, um, even just kind of setting myself up. I don't have a classroom. I'm on a cart, so it gets me kind of ready for the day and get my cart set up so that I have everything I need for the day. Um, and then... As soon as the school day starts, like this first class begins, I'm still planning. I, I'm on my planning period, but right now, got to go do my mama duty and um, go pump in the morning before I actually start class. So before 8 o'clock, I've already pumped twice. <laughs> so 
doing my job. Um, and then by 8.20, I am teaching from 8.20 to 2.20 um, with a break, 20-minute break for lunch. My lunch, again, is, sorry to keep talking about it, is lunch and a pump. <laughs> so <laughs> We're going to make that a thing. Lunch, lunch and, and pump. <laughs> The new moms in school are going to come to lunch and pump. Lunch and pump. And so that's what I do. Um, But it's actually kind of nice with COVID because it's like I don't have to like be around people. (laughs) It's like I can eat in peace. I don't I'm not expected to be in the teacher lunchroom. Um, So I do that. I teach ninth grade. I actually have two positions at my school. I am a teacher every other day. I teach three classes of ninth grade world history. Um, And then I am what we call a technology coach on the other days. Um, And yeah, so that's, it it just is is a different schedule for each day that I have, which is nice because I'm not, I have a little more freedom when I'm the tech coach um, than I do as a teacher, which also is wonderful as well. So I, I'm, I'm experiencing this thing at work where I can go to the bathroom when I want to go. Um, I, I can, I can pump whenever I want to pump. Um, so like there's that little freedom that I'm getting, which is kind of cool in my day. So that's changed up my day a lot, a lot this school year. And by two twenty, I'm exhausted, but again, got to go do the mama thing at the end of the day too. <laughs> And by 3.30, I'm out the door. I, I, like Jamie had said, like setting boundaries is really important. Um, and most of the time I tell my students I will only be after until 3.30. And usually I make them wait. School gets out at t- by 2.10-ish. Um, but I usually make them wait for me until 2.45 um, because I have to do my mom thing. And so I meet students starting around 2.45 and I'll stay till 3.30. And then I'm out the door. Unfortunately, my half hour commute turns into a 45 minute commute in the afternoon. So that's another reason why I want to get out of there by 3.30, which is crazy. So when we leave school, we have another job to do. Oh, yep. Part two, right? (laughs) Part two. So when, when we leave and we make our commute home, we're not just, you know, going home and relaxing unfortunately I wish I I know sometimes I do now that um our son is older I do have some downtime I mean you don't have any but I mean when I get home I still have loads of things to do and so I usually get about an hour and a half before my boys get home and in that time I have to do like a laundry list of things, some of them, including laundry and laundry (laughs) and laundry. So I have to get the dogs and get them out for a walk because they're insane and all dogs should be walked anyhow, but they need that walk or our house would no longer be a house. And then I have to clean up the morning mess because like you said, you know, you pack the lunches so that it makes it easy for him to get the kids out the door. Um, My husband has to get our son out the door. So you know, they leave in their wake, you know, the breakfast mess and the coffee cups and everything behind. So I clean all of that up. And then usually I try to fit some kind of chore in. I try to do a load of, again, I'm trying to do the work-life balance instead of, I found that laundry on the weekends was like actually killing me. 
I, it was the bane of my existence. Okay. I wanted, I was angry. Like by the end of the weekend, I was mad at everybody because of their laundry. <laughs> Turn your shirts inside out or right side in. I mean, because yeah. <laughs> they were all inside out. And also, by the way, take your underwear out, out of, your, of your pants. What are you doing? Oh my you gosh. How many? Three seconds. Get the stuff out out of your pockets. Can I just interject for a second? Because I, my son has taken off his pull-up and left it in his pants. And how many pull-ups have I washed the last few loads? I will say they were clean pull-ups. They're usually dry pull-ups. He just doesn't. Yeah. But then they're like this big, giant and sushi. Anyways, sorry. That just triggered something inside of me. Well, I, think laundry, <laughs> I think laundry, the word laundry triggers all moms. Yes, it's a trigger. Everywhere. It's a trigger. <laughs> so I realized it was a trigger and I decided that I wasn't going to do like laundry just on the weekend. So I try to do like one load every other day or I try to notice at least when it's like starting to get a little full Yeah, and then throw a load in and I've made it like everybody's job to fold their own clothes now because I'm sick of doing it. So they, I will put it in their basket and away we go. So I try to do a little load of laundry here and there every other day or every day. Mm -hmm. And then I'm doing some other chore too. So I try to like knock something else out that needs done, um, along the way. And then by that time I have to start dinner, um, because usually it's like, a you know, like a, a rolling tide. So as soon as they walk in the door, it's like, it all begins. And so what, what, we another thing that we did with the work life balance was we decided we needed to eat more meals to get dinner together. Yeah, we had plenty of meals, but dinner was important, and it was really difficult with um, wrestling season in in full gear. And so my husband's a coach, uh, a coach, and um, our son wrestles. So in that season, it's like once they're home, it's like you know. Sc- you take care of school stuff, you say hello, you shove food down your face, and then you're out the door for practice. Um, so he's not the coach anymore. And he and my husband does a second job on the side. So now I'm also responsible for taking him into practice. So usually we just Ooh. check in with him, um, you know, have him show us his agenda. If there's homework, he does homework really quickly. We try to, like I said, sit down, have a meal. That's why I cook it before they get home. It's like a super early meal. Good thing that we're eating lunch at 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, because that's how schools roll. Because by then I'm hungry. (laughs) Anyhow, Mm -hmm. and then one of us takes him to practice and he's there until usually like 830. And by the time they get home, it's nine. And, you know, if he doesn't have practice, you know, it's a little different. Like we're eating at six and everything's a little more chill. But um you know, and every day it's like, I say, I'm going to exercise in between that time of me getting home and them getting home, <laughs> Yeah, but it never happens. Like I want to say that I'm going to do it, but I'm just exhausted. Like I'm totally spent. And so at this point, when we get home from practice or not, I'm getting ready for the next day. I'm getting morning yep. bags ready. I'm getting clothes together, lunches, like you said, getting the coffee machine or like all the little things that you do for like a nighttime routine. And then I'm done. Like I'm there's no more. <laughs> There's no more fuel, and I'm no. in my bed done. Now, what time do you go to bed? So the goal is, uh, like, I got to be, I have to be asleep by 10 o'clock, or I am a nightmare the next day. Okay. Because I'm waking up so early. Yeah. But And that's just the amount of time I need yeah. sleep-wise. But, you know, sometimes it just, I can't make it work. No. When, But literally, though, I could be in the bed by 8.30 and just... Okay flat, not moving because I'm so tired. Maybe reading if I have 
that much energy. But yeah, it's it's different depending on what's going on. Yeah. With, like I said, after school schedules and stuff. And then we've got, you know, all the other things that he does, like all the 3000 clubs and, you know, he's on in choir. So they do stuff after school and, you know, events mm-hmm. and there's all that to add in too. I mean, my, my schedule is a little different after school just because I have, my kids are so much littler. Um, but yeah, by the time I get home, so I leave three thirty is the latest. If I get like busy and caught up with people, I could leave later, but I, I try and get home by like four thirty. So by 4.30, I'm home, but it's not like I can sit down on the couch and relax before I get the kids at daycare. I have to, you know, like you said, kind of the residual cleanup, right? Like my daughter's bottles from the night before have been sitting in the sink, so I've got to wash those. Um, I get dinner ready sometimes. My husband would probably laugh because we've kept DoorDash in business, but... But sometimes it's just me going, hey, what's for dinner? What are we ordering tonight? At least we get that planned before I pick up the kids. Um, But really, it's just the cleaning, like trying to tidy up some toys, just kind of get things. And I try and get ahead of myself, too, like get pajamas out, get get stuff that I need ready for when the kids are home. Because once they're home, I can't do anything. Um, So by around five. I'm picking up the kids from daycare, which is totally different for me because my son, I would try and pick up my son when it was just him. I'd be like, oh, I want to get him at 3.30 or 4, right when I'm starting to, right on my drive home from school. But now I'm like, now nah, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going to do something because I'm still paying. <laughs> so I'm going to go pick him up at 5. So um, usually 5 o'clock, we get home have a little bit of dinner, hopefully by like 6, 6.30, depending on when the dasher gets there. <laughs> and then it's lunches and baths and bedtime for the kiddos. Because we've been off for the last few weeks, um, with winter break and then with snow days and COVID, um, his schedule has kind of been kind of all sorts of out of whack. Um, and he's been going to bed a lot later. So I feel like he's on your sleep schedule, Jamie, because <laughs> usually we're sitting by his bed at like nine thirty, waiting for him to fall asleep. Cause God forbid we leave him while he's not asleep. Um, so he, hopefully he goes to bed by nine thirty or 10. And then by that time, kind of just doing that last minute cleanup, I think we're in bed by like 11 on a good night. Which and then we start again at four forty-five with that first alarm, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, of course we tr- I try and play with them and like, but that's so hard too because it's like I'm already exhausted. I mean, we have to think like when as teachers, you know, we just went through our day, which is jam packed, right? Like lots of things going on. There are things that we carry too. I feel like that people don't necessarily see, you know, like the grading and the planning that we don't have time. Like you said, like we don't have time for that during the day. Right. Like our contracts are 720. Our contract in our district is 720 to 220, mm-hmm. which is like, well, I described it's just straight te- being with kids, like teaching, yeah. teaching, teaching. And we can only do so many, th- like I can't even check my emails during that time. So while that's a lot of just maybe 
another profession's job is just replying to emails. I know my, my neighbor, that's like a lot of his job is just responding to emails. Like I cannot even yeah. do that one thing during my contract hours. I would have to come in early or do it at home or, you know, I, some people can have the app on their phone and do it from their phone, you know, yeah. at different times. And so we're doing, you know, we don't, during that contract time, you know, things like grading and planning and, you know, especially now with like teachers sick and no subs like your time your planning period can get taken like that because Mm -hmm. someone's out and there's not enough subs so we give our time a lot as well we just Um, have to cover yeah you know you're talking about like those are like the tangible things that we carry but then additionally there's other things we carry that people literally can't see that's in our brain and in our heart and on our minds all the time. You know, like we think about our kids a lot, even when we leave the walls of the school. And I'm not talking about thinking about our kids in a creepy way. I'm talking about like, Mm -hmm. you know, that struggling kid that we were working with today and thinking about how we can help them the next day or, you know, what student has, it. you know, I haven't seen Johnny in like three weeks. What's going, you know, well, I wouldn't wait that long, but yeah, no, no, the idea. Yeah. And just wondering what's going on with them or now with COVID, you know, like our, you know, our sick students and what we're going to do with them. And yeah, the kid whose mother's in the hospital, what's going on with her and them and that family and how can we help? And, you know, we just are carrying this mental load that nobody sees. But I also Um, think that, you know, teacher moms have this teacher teacher dads have these same feelings um but we can't discount the other professions that also have mm-hmm. to deal with that i mean we have family members i mean i have family members who are nurses who are in higher education like the struggles of a working parent just period are are there i mean the demands that these professions are being asked that what's being asked of them is is crazy at this point I have a lot of family that are um, in the medical profession right now or yeah. well have been not right now, but I, yeah. their, their stresses right now are immense. I can't even like, that's another kind of load that you just, that they're taking yes. home with them that you just can't imagine and can't necessarily connect with until you're feeling it or you're in it. Absolutely. <laughs> and you can be compassionate for it, but you, you, you don't necessarily like, fully understand what they're feeling no I don't think I could ever fully understand like those struggles but at the same time I know all of us are kind of struggling at this time right (laughs) right we're all kind of always looking for that like calm yes (laughs) in the chaos oh my gosh trying to create that work-life balance and you know I don't even know if it's actually like attainable but like yeah you know to try to take care of ourselves and the whole big mess of it all yeah is and sometimes that's kind of like a joke right like take care of yourself (laughs) self-care it's a priority yeah but don't call out because there's not enough subs (laughs) but take care of yourself (laughs) (laughs) take care of yourself but we're going to take away all your extra planning and give you 20 minutes for lunch and pee for the only time during the day yeah but don't leave your kids alone because they might destroy stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i get it it's kind it is kind of a joke but you know it's kind of a sad joke too right yeah no i'm (laughs) like i'm like rolling my eyes as i say it i'm like oh my god you're right and we're joking about it because we would cry if not but yeah 
No. But we really do have to take care of ourselves because if we can't, if we're not, if we're not healthy, then we can't do the other things for the people we need to do them for. No, absolutely. So. And like, what, what did my sister-in-law say to me the other day? Like when I wasn't feeling okay and I want, I was thinking about calling out, she was like, you need to take time for yourself. And, and I was like, but we you know we're so short staffed. And she was like, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Like you cannot just, if your cup is empty, how are you going to give to other people? You need this time to take care of yourself. And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. And of course, you know, you feel like guilty about it, but it's like at the same time, I'm like, I feel a lot better now that I took this time and made sure that I was healthy so that my my students had a healthy teacher. So I've had a lot of health problems in the past, you know all about, but I found that there was a breaking point with that. And when I realized that my health has to be a priority or I can't do my, I physically couldn't do my job, like yeah. literally and physically could not do my job. Um, then what was the point? Right. Mm -hmm. So I felt always so guilty about taking days off even before COVID, right? Like yeah. just taking a day off work and you're leaving your kids with a random person who, you know, another weight on a teacher's shoulder is like, they're going to miss everything. Like yeah. I'm not going to be there to give them whatever. When I had a teacher say to me, like, they're going to be okay. <laughs> like mm -hmm. what they're not going to be okay is if you continue to be sick and then you don't get better and then you're gone for a really long time. Yeah. And it was at that moment where I was like, you know what, you're right. I need to start taking the days when I need them. And, and I just started to adjust the way I was teaching. And so when I did that shift, I did kind of get back some of my time and I was able to establish better boundaries um, between like my work life and my home life mm -hmm. and what I needed for my health and for my family and what my kids needed. Right. And what my coworkers needed from me. So, you know, there's just little things. Well, I think we've done a pretty good job at covering our days, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked a lot about what makes a teacher different. Yeah. <laughs> and what a teacher's day is like. But I also feel like uh, we probably have days that are really similar to other people in other professions. And I think we all have our loads to bear and gosh, especially during COVID, right? Well, and just, I think we covered too, like how hard it is just being a parent who is working. Being a yeah. parent period is hard, right? Yes. Stay at home mom, their job is, oh gosh. I couldn't, well, I couldn't yeah. do it, right? Like yeah. I need that break sometimes out of the house and away from my child and work provides that. So, I mean, their job too is just being a parent is is a job, right? Yeah. And is hard. And I think we kind of ran through some of that and what just in a day a parent can, you know, Absolutely. interface with. And I think we were surface level. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we didn't this even go really into like the worst of the days. And we are going to talk a little bit more about all those things that we do. And we've been kind of playing around with that during our days, like all of the decisions we need to make, all of the, the choices um, that we kind of go through in the course of the day. And we're definitely going to talk about that, like a ton of this stuff we're so much longer about, but you'll be hearing a lot more detail about that other stuff in, ne in our next episodes coming up. So like that time <laughs> you had a kid call you mom. 
Do you remember that, Elaine? I do. And we are going to also be talking about that in our next episode, how we are everyone's mom. And that's why we're called your mom, because we're your mom (laughs) and we are here for you. Um, But we'll talk more about what that actually means to us in our next episode. And maybe you'll see a bonus episode between now and then. Um, but I kind of feel like we have to talk about snow days. I think we do too. So maybe you'll get a surprise in the next week um, before we get into our third episode. So thank you guys for joining us and listening to our caffeine and chaos filled days. And we'll see you next time. Love your mom. <laughs> <laughs>